The following episode of TOEFOP is rated M.A. It may contain Batman references, time travel references, sexual references, lost trains of thought, and mild course language. TOEFOP advises that the program is not suitable for anyone under the age of 15 or anyone who enjoys succinct, coherent conversation that might actually have a point. Minors must be accompanied by a parent, guardian, or priest. This is John Deke speaking. This is Tofop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. And joining us, uh, we have a guest, Charlie. Yep. And uh, last time we actually hung out with this guy was a year ago uh, here at the LA Podcast Festival. That's correct. And you were like, we should get him on Tofop. And I was yep. like, yes, we should. And it took us a year. Because <laughs> that's, how we, that's old, how we yeah. roll here. We're but it's Nick, it's Nick Cody. Hello. Hey. Good, mate. How's it going? And Nick is really talking into the most sock-looking sock. Yeah. <laughs> it's really phallic. Yeah, you've got like, classy gentleman under- socks. They've put the sports sock on mine. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, he I loves think, footy. I, I think those socks are the sort of socks that may have come free on a flight. Right, let's just... Uh, <laughs> let, Whereas let's that, just... the one you're talking into is an American apparel sock. It's like a bright blue. That's an on-stage sock. I've, just... I've probably stood on stage yeah. doing a comedy show. Should we just explain for everyone who hasn't oh. listened to our other podcast what we're actually talking about? That is a fair point, uh, which is that we're recording in LA and my podcast equipment got stolen when i was on holidays and uh so i don't have any like pop shields for the microphones and so we're all i've actually put just human socks yeah over the microphone and it works just as well so will and, I, will and i have matching gray socks like school socks nick has a sports sock <laughs> yeah but the thing is once you put a sock over a microphone it gets yeah. more phallic yeah, it has the bulbous head and then like the narrow shaft, and it's, I mean, it all looks it really, like we're talking to dicks yeah. of teenage boys who are masturbating into socks. Yeah, or, or it looks like Cody's doing a podcast into the cocks of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> it really does. And again, it's like the Red, good... Red Hot Chili Peppers have come out with microphones where their cocks should be, and somebody's doing a podcast. And we should also mention that uh, uh, Sean Maluga. I said that uh, quite, I've checked twice now. Is uh, photographing this podcast? He also photographed another podcast we just recorded. So thanks, Nick, for coming on our show. What the a day we decide it. to put a super phallic object in our guest's hand. <laughs> this is a setup. They're actually this is no pod. We're not recording. And right. you never, you, nobody dresses up for a podcast. In fact, know? the reason this is so in fact the reason that we've made that a blue sock is we're going to like blue screen in like a <laughs> cock later on. That's <laughs> that's why he's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can just talk into that phallic yeah. blue for no reason. Yeah, hold it. We'll we hold it side on for him, make it easier for people on we Photoshop. Just, we just need to put some trucking marks on your face. So, uh... <laughs> Cody, if you could just get into this uh, ping pong ball suit and just hold your microphone. Now, if you could just put it towards your ear and move it in and out, well, that'd thing, be great for the sound. Here's the thing, right? Just to test the sound. Okay. <laughs> I want to I want to suggest an uh, an adjustment to the sock of the microphone. Uh, There's no reason. Reed for, Parker, for by the, the way, has got two minutes into this podcast and just in the sock. Oh, hang on. You can tug it up. Are you tugging so you the, the sock up? Oh. Okay. Of the microphone. It looks less yeah. dick. Now it just looks foreskinny. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. It looks like it's somebody who hasn't been circumcised, yeah. and then at any stage that might just pop out again <laughs> if he gets too excited about this podcast. Yeah, uh, Toeflop has turned Freudian for this particular episode. Uh, Nick Cody, uh, yes. let me ask you this: uh, mm-hmm. When it comes to socks and teenage games, did you go to a high school where, like, you know, there was? Because you know, you always hear the legends of the the soggy biscuit yeah. or the you know, these sort of like weird the legend of soggy biscuit, you know, by Banjo Patterson, I believe. <laughs> yeah, you know, didn't Jake Gyllenhaal play soggy yeah. biscuit? There was like, a murmur was at the, the station for the word had passed around. Yeah. But there's a game of soggy biscuit going on in the sheds. <laughs> You know, Clancy of the Overflow was mad for the Soggy Biscuit. He would overflow that's onto the Sayo. That's, that's where he got his nickname, Clancy of the Overflow. Soggy Sayo, Soggy Biscuit. What so, yeah, I'm Soggy Biscuit. Yeah, yeah. I'm soggy so biscuit. it was any sort of biscuit. I'm Soggy no, Biscuit. I'm soggy biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Soggy Sayo, that was like yeah. Sayo getting in on a bit of marketing. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, really 
<laughs> they were the choice, yeah, right? I see the marketing team. Yeah. And I, yeah, I hung out with guys that if you if you did name the brand of biscuit, that you'd almost cop more shit for yeah. that. Yeah, because that suggests yeah. so much detail yeah. in that right. joke that it suggests. Oh, have you true. done it on a bunch of biscuits, Cody? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You get the aren't it's assorted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> soggy salami. Yeah. You go the soggy so- thin so- captain. A soggy Scotch finger. <laughs> Soggy, soggy Monte Carlo. Soggy Ice Vovo. I won't do the soggy Anzac though. No, no, no. It's no. just because you love Australia. The boys mate. didn't fight for that. They did not die for you to masturbate yeah. on an Anzac Or, t- to be fair, you they know, did. there was a lot of mateship. Yeah. And uh, nothing and says honest, mateship. Or freedom. Yeah. <laughs> freedom, mate. They were fighting right. for freedom. Yeah. yeah. And it's your freedom to jizz on an yeah. Anzac cracker if you'd like. Yeah. And that's some good mental warfare if you turn up there right. and the other. <laughs> The other side's like, they don't have guns, they're just jerking off oh, over biscuits. It's like, right. well, fuck this. These guys are <laughs> just crazy. at night. Yeah. They're just projected on a big screen. That's it's proper like, it's war. Weird. It's like, it's, it, yeah, it's winning me- without a shot fight. Right. Well, well. well. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I came close to beating Will at a pun All brings quiet me so on the much Western joy. Fap. Oh. <laughs> What did you cock? Steel spring. Uh, <laughs> anyway, good times. Yeah, good times. Australia. Lest we forget. Australians in America. That's the theme of this podcast. It's not really, but we are. You uh, just flew in when? Saturday. To right. do oh, Con- Sunday. To Sunday. do Conan. To make do, your yeah. American network television appearance on the Conan O'Brien television program. Yep. Yeah. So how how did that go? What? Okay. Firstly. I've I've been to see Conan recorded yeah. before, and actually saw a good friend of uh, mine, uh, Matt Bronger. Oh He's yeah, a really funny American Great. comedian. Great, um, uh, do I think it was his first stand-up set the night that I went to watch the show? Yeah, and he did a great job, absolutely nailed it. But it's intimidating because they do that oh. whole show. But what people might not know about it is they tape it as if. It's live to air. Yeah. So even though it's taped in the afternoon, when they're actually filming the show on the night, they're not like doing that thing where they stop down for pickups or anything. In fact, in the commercials, like the band plays as if like, you know, you're just at a live yeah. show yep. and it all just you Mate, know, carries on. Mate, I saw on. Hey Hey It's Saturday recorded on a, Thursday, <laughs> on, a thir- on a Thursday night. I know how it works. Mate, did you, know, did you know that Dickie Knee is actually just, it's actually just like it's a crystal stick. with a stick. It's a stick. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you got to be there. you got to be there to see it live. They are so slick, aren't they? The Americans with their, you know, their, the TV setups, the stage setups. I've been to a few live recordings of different shows, Letterman and Leno, and I went and saw Ronnie Cheng on uh, The Daily Show last year. It's just so smooth. It is very American. There's nobody... Right. Whereas I find any time I've done stuff in Australia, there's people fucking around having a laugh. But it is, <laughs> it is a lot looser. So talk us through They've it They've got then. an Anzac biscuit laid on the ground. Yeah. Yep. Who's so first? what? So what's it like? What time of the day are you recording? Like how much? Like when you're going to do a set on one of those sort of shows? Like talk people through what the process yeah. is. Do they like how much of them telling you what you can do or you can't do? Like yeah, yeah how many times do you have to get the set right? All that sort of stuff. I think is interesting. Yeah. So the the booker saw me in uh, Montreal at Just for Laughs this year. Then saw my one hour show at the Edinburgh Fringe. And uh, we got the call after that. I found out last day of Edinburgh Fringe. And I'm a guy, I, I don't like secrets. I'm not going to hold in secrets. But that, they were like, you can't tell anyone. And I didn't want to tell anyone in case they, you know, went, oh, fuck, we get this Aussie bloke on in it for. Yeah. We've messed this up. By the way, the way cancel that... Cancel it. The way that... Uh, cancel. The way that... Cancel it. Cancel <laughs> it. The, the show. Yeah. Conan, the shut it down. They're like, take down television. <laughs> also, by the way, the way that Cody now is holding the blue sock, it looks like he's talking into Marge Simpson's head. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, blue ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so but I, I think that is interesting because yeah. it's a very exciting thing to be doing. But I get that idea of also going until it happens. Like yeah. you know, it's and it's also the you, other thing about you don't it have is, a job until you're actually on set. Of course, speaking, and but, even but, then, but well, yeah. but even then, yeah. it is one of those things that could either be the best moment of your life or the fucking worst. Yeah, how, how nervous were you? Oh, the most nervous of. I've ever been. I, I was pretty nervous last year uh, on the Melbourne Comedy Festival All Stars Night. That was my first and, sort and of Melbourne podcast, gala podcast fest when you're on stage with Will and I. That no, well, that was, that's nervous. great because well, that's obviously a high pressure situation. Yeah. But I'm a few beers in. I'm <laughs> yeah, loose. Fine. Yeah, Just right. talking shit. Yeah, you know, fine. It's not do this three minutes. Mm. Hope it goes well. Three thousand people don't know who you are. That's at the Melbourne one or whatever it is at the Palais. Two five or three thousand right. here. Um, yeah, in the lead up to it, because the booker had seen my full hour, I sent him through my set list and said, what do you want to pick from? 
He picked a certain amount of things, said, here's a few different options, run those sets in Melbourne, send, send us recordings, we'll wow. just see what fits the best over here. Um, and then we just ended up going with option one. So the first option, uh, I knew that maybe 12 days, 10 days before we recorded. And then I was just going around Melbourne twice, three times a night at different gigs, running it, right. doing gigs from backpackers gigs to a packed comics land, you know, anywhere. I don't, I don't care, which is the, I think is the same thing that ended up getting me the thing in the first place. But uh, it's interesting to me about that because like that idea of running a set so many times beforehand, what happens if like you, you, you're up in front of an audience sort of backpackers that doesn't like a bit of it. Do you lose any confidence in that like bit coming into it? Like No, because I've never lost confidence if a backpacker crowd has a nice... Well, that's fair enough. Go, you guys are sleeping 10 people to a room. I don't even know if you guys listen to you. You know what, guys? I'm going home to a shower. Yeah. Of my own. My own. Regardless yeah, my own. of how this goes. No thongs probably in having, there. Yeah. Having a lot less sex than all of you. I'm yeah. Right. But, yeah. I don't have to hitch. <laughs> yeah, guess what? I can watch whatever I want on my own television. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not too worried about that. Once And once they've picked it, I know that they've picked it for the reason that's going to be hopefully the best combination that works yeah. over there. So then just ran the stuff, flew in Sunday. So if you haven't flown to the States before, you leave Sunday morning at 11 a.m. You get into L.A. Sunday morning, 7 a.m. And, uh, you know, I was two days out from the biggest thing in my life. So I went, fuck it, let's go tailgating at yep. the uh, NFL game. And drank really? for about 12 hours, then ran the serious? set. Yeah, ran the set at the Hollywood Improv. Had about two hours sleep on the plane. I was up all day drinking at the football outside in the sun, which is no good for somebody with my complexion. Right. Went to a sports bar afterwards, ate a bunch of wings and went and ran the set. And it still went all right. And I was like, well, <laughs> I really, I tried my best to be in the worst situation possible on a good night's sleep and some healthy food. This is going to be a walk in the park. I mean, yeah. you've basically prepared like Dustin Hoffman prepared for Marathon Man. Yeah. Like you've, been, you've gone method. Yeah. Yeah. You've gone, look, I've sat out in like, I can do this in like 50 degrees. Yeah. No sunscreen, <laughs> blind drunk with a belly full of wings. Please. So I think yeah. on the day, yeah, if gonna, you take these elements out, I should know. They're going to have fruit backstage, you know? How do you, be... how do you, a question for both of you, but to, to you, like with nerves or mm -hmm. anxiety about a performance, like, do you have a go-to? Do you meditate? Do you run it through? Do you, you know, what's I've tried doing that stuff more. I started in Edinburgh to just, because uh, I find out, uh, like I can have these highs and lows just based on not having controlled breathing or whatever. So the, when I'm at the highest high, it's just, you can't, you can't be stopped. I've watched 12 Conor McGregor trash talk videos. <laughs> I'm listening to rap music in my headphones and the, theater that i'm about to play is packed and yeah. just the best but then the opposite what if you fuck this up what happens if it goes wrong conan doesn't walk over at the end what happens if it's a nightmare yeah. conan walks off yeah conan goes i finish the show yeah conan commits suicide <laughs> oh, in front conan of the camera. Kills himself. like you finish yeah. your set they just cut back to yeah. conan just yeah. do, like yeah. there's like a, a 10 seconds of silence he just reaches yeah. into the top drawer pulls out a gun and blows <laughs> his brains out and it's your fault <laughs> Still wave next to him because I want the photo. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't come this far for no photo, mate. <laughs> um, but on on the day, it's just yeah. yeah so what's the daylight? So what time in the day do you tape they, it? They like picked us up. So you yeah. you tape from four thirty to five thirty. Okay. I was on at five twenty. Um, we got picked <laughs> up. My manager and I got picked up in town car at at two. We got driven out and they go they wardrobe stuff and. No, 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 Uber, no Uber pool. Uber pool. Yeah. Oh, we'll get Uber to that. We'll get okay. to something. Oh, Marshawn Lynch, you're the other guest. What are the odds? We're both going. They like Warner Brothers both of you up. They pick you both up in carpool karaoke yeah. stuff. It turns out that James Corden does that for other networks as well. He actually literally does drive people Uber. around yeah. all the time. He just likes singing. Just occasionally yeah. they sing. Yeah. Like sometimes he does. But when they do, it's magic. Yeah, he does carpool comedy karaoke. That's well. so charming. Yeah. So they they picked us up. And I'm just, I'm nervous from then. I'm nervous from then until I get on. Okay, so and just pause for a second. What's the, what's the most nervous you've been? Have you ever been skydiving or anything? What, what's I've, the I've most been in Afghanistan when a car bomb went off 200 meters away. Not even close. Because wow. there, they, I'm surrounded by a thousand troops that have weapons that are bored and like, oh, 
here we go. We get to use our skill. They're excited. Right. Yeah, because in that situation, Whereas there, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, it's Whereas, not like Will's next yeah. to me. I've got Will and Husey. Guys, if this goes south, fucking jump in. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm going to duck okay. down. I reckon I can still take this guy. Yeah. Me and Husey would still be like, yeah. me and Husey be arguing about who gets the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Husey would be like, it's Afghanistan, mate. He'd be like, it's okay. You can have a go. You can have a go. Like, more political. You can close. I'll just Conan, do some local. You're my favourite late, late night show host ever. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, you, so, okay, so you get there. Then what happens? Do you get to meet him before the show? Uh, at he all? came out in the back briefly, but the, the other, one of the other guests that was on was uh, Marshawn Lynch. Now, he's, who's, he's a footballer? Yeah, he was an ex-player uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. He won a Super Bowl. He's a running back. His wow. nickname is Beast Mode, and okay. he's a unit. He's drinking Hennessy out of a bottle. No, he's he rolled wasn't. about 12 deep. Yeah. He, at 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, just chilling out, having Hennessey a great time. Hennessy from a bottle. Yeah. Yep. I and thought you were cool, man. <laughs> yeah, it was just Hennessey a little bottle. bottle. It was like a little sippy Hennessy oh, thing. But I was thinking still, right. or was it? Co- yeah, I think it was Did Hennessy. He? But uh, it was it was. If cool. it was from a goblet, it would have been even more impressive. Well, like, his crew, everybody's got. There's all this food backstage, and there's this uh, all this catering, and there's like a cupcake pyramid thing. And the thing that made me laugh the most is just two of his mates that are these like solid dudes just sitting next to this cute cupcake <laughs> tower picking. Which one? Which one? <laughs> Which one's the prettiest? Yeah. I mean, there's just no macho way to choose the cupcake. No. <laughs> Give me the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> All of the fucking blue one, mate. Not a fucking poof. Yeah. Fucking Give me the red velvet yeah. with the uh, cream cheese icing. Yeah. Yeah. And the pink sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> Better not be gluten-free. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> so they're out the back and Conan's come out because Marshawn's been on a bunch of times ah. and they're great mates. So they were talking shit. Conan was really funny and... They were just chatting out the back. But to be honest, I was backstage. My manager was there in our dressing room. And I had a buddy of mine, Max Price, that uh, was one of the guys that created Kinney, which was a sketch I was oh, on, yeah. on Seven Mate. He was out the back with me. We are ex-housemates. Is it like um, the scene in Rocky, like the first Rocky, where Mickey, like you're there and you can hear the crowd outside and Mickey's just taping up your hands and he's just saying to yeah, you, well, just go out there, kid, make me, make me proud. I, don't, I never liked that energy. I never liked the energy of everything serious because yeah, right. I do comedy. But obviously my energy is the thing that's causing that in the room. So Maxie and Kat and I just start talking a bunch of shit and I'm happy again. I'm excited. It's loose. I never wanted to be serious because it's right. not. It's comedy. It should yeah. be fun. Uh-huh. I'm about to do this big thing. But as soon as Max left to watch the show and then Kat's got to go and sign out forms and I'm just there in my head going, fuck. Get out of here. Back to, back to square one. Yeah, right. You can't go anywhere. It's not no. like the curtain can open and I'm not, the only I'm thing, not there. The only See thing, you guys. The only thing I can compare <laughs> to, the to is I, I oh, took man. my uh, wife skydiving for her birthday one year. And I remember the whole time I was really relaxed about it. We got in the plane, I was relaxed about it. We got up to 10,000 feet, I was relaxed about it. And then the doors opened and the wind rushes in and I could hear the sound of... And I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. And my wife went first and I saw her and the instructor just drop. And they were yeah. gone. So then the guy's like, okay, it's your turn. So he starts inching me over to the, the, the edge of the, of the plane. And I'm looking down and like when you're that high, you can't even make it. It just looks like land. And I'm in my head, I'm like, how do I back out of this? How do I back out of this? How, what do I say to stop this from happening? Because I don't want this to happen. I'm really scared now. I'm really yeah. scared. But before like I could say anything, the guy just flipped me out of the plane. But I, is it that well, like that yeah, kind of I've, feeling? I've like, been bungee jumping uh, once in Thailand. I went twice. I saw a bunch of mates went. I, I didn't want to go. I hate heights. Uh, I've got a history of, of blacked out on the pirate ship when I was 19. <laughs> the one at Luna I, Park? No, the one at... Uh, the one at uh, the show. I'm oh, not the movie were, oh, <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. man. I passed out on the, the Gold OG. Coast yeah. like a fucking man. <laughs> yeah, like, you got to the, Mel- the fucking Melbourne show at yeah. 19 and passed out on the forest ship. Yeah. yeah, no good. I mean, the no Gravitron, good. maybe yeah. I'll give you. But mad Mouse. Had, I'll give you yeah. Mad Mouse. I was on the Gold yeah. Coast. I had my white Oakleys on, white leather <laughs> yeah. shoes, and I blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you spilled your Maduri Cruiser everywhere. So I've... Bungee jumps, and the, I was terrified of that until this place in Thailand. You went up one at a time, and there was this group in front of my mates and I that were over there doing a fight camp. There are all these amateur Muay fighters, that, yeah, Muay yeah. Thai guys that were 
getting ready for their first fight and that was one of the things face your fears whatever uh-huh. and then this American <laughs> yeah. I love that yeah. by the way yeah. face you know your when fears you, whatever yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know when you're in a fight you know that famous and you, you jump off a thing from yeah. like yeah, yeah. 60 metres yeah, yeah, you know yeah, how yeah, that yeah. happens yeah. 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 No. Yeah. be stupid uh, mate yeah. it's, it's my favourite one is it, it, always in like ads for the Olympics there's people running upstairs despite the fact that no Olympic event involves running upstairs. Exactly. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. Which is weird, by the way, because there's heaps of events at the Olympics and you would think at least one of them could involve running stairs. upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> but um, all the training the athletes are doing, <laughs> they should at least have one fucking stair race yeah. on the last night. Yeah. Um, so one of the guys, the second last dude in that group, gets all the way to the top and then just comes back down in the cart doesn't oh, right. doesn't exit bitched out he was the dude with all these tats oh. he, had a, he had a no fear tattoo he had yeah. something oh, like, no he didn't yeah. did he really yeah. no, no, no fear no, tattoo no fear yeah. how I, had, is a living irony and they had, had to remove the tattoo yeah yeah, yeah fear, tattoo. <laughs> fear? <laughs> just, just cross that out <laughs> They put one of those circles around yeah, the nose. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just a really alarmed looking face. On Tattoo right? Rescue. That's his story on Tattoo Rescue. He's like, I need to get this red circle yeah. with a I realised it's weird. Enough, I it's actually enough. am afraid of a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I have heaps of I don't know yeah. how I got it so wrong. It's so embarrassing. Right. Put myself in fearful situations. Oh, I I'm <laughs> And you know, you know his other ta- the Latin tattoo would have been worse because nobody's Latin tattoo is like, fucking chill out, man. It's no. all going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Always. I was like, yeah. I'm awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah, Warrior first. Sees, sees yeah. how awesome I am. Yeah. The end. <laughs> um, so he's come to, and after that, I was like, if he's backed out, I, I have to do it. Yes. Right. Then at least I'm one ahead of this guy. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, and yeah, when I got to the top, uh, you're probably in that same position. It's yeah. like, oh, chilled out, chilled out. Oh no, they made you put your toes over the edge. Yeah. And the guy just said to me, hands out and look straight ahead or up. He said, don't look down because if you look down, your hands will grab the sides because your brain is doing says, the right thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, your brain's don't correct. Don't be an idiot. Because <laughs> yeah, so, uh, there's this thing called a survival instinct yeah. that has kept human beings alive forever. <laughs> that, that may kick in at some stage. But you've gone, you've gone skydiving. You quite like it, don't well, you? Well, I love it for two reasons. Firstly, I welcome quick death. <laughs> Will's a nihilist. Yeah. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I think of nothing better than the idea that I will be jumping off a fucking bungee and the fucking thing breaks and I die quickly. Yeah. Like, to me, that is. I agree. Like, yeah, I'm fine. That's with why. That. I yeah, don't, I don't th- want th- long hospital. No. no, that's why I don't. I don't fear flying. Like when I always think, like if my plane crash, like that's certain death. Like you right. know what I mean. Like you don't really survive a plane crash. So yeah, all the best story. <laughs> certain death or. Yeah, that's or what I, Bruce that's Willis what, from Unbreakable. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm like every time, like doing one of those dangerous things. Is genuine that thing of going. Well, if I die, I'm fine with that. To be honest, it's all downhill from here. I've yeah. I've had a realistic look at my life. I've had it a fair, yeah. good, fairly good for a fair while. Yeah, and this is the end of the reign of the white. No, man. You're talking to a sock. We're yeah. fucking killing it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm happy for it to die now. Yeah. Secondly, if I don't die, yeah. I've got a whole fucking new hour of show that oh, I have to fill yeah. next year. So mm. this will be great for that. I don't, f- and odds are, if you don't die, you'll be talking a lot. Lot slower. Yeah, so right. that well, I don't, but that's like I mean, this is award-winning shit. If I don't die, right? I don't feel like we should uh, be talking about a welcome death when really the analogy we we're using relates back to your uh, your stand-up appearance on. Conan. Oh yeah, so, so again, you're, but, oh, you're so addressing. If you look at it okay, that way. but this was the one thing I was going to say was that I. The Love. one thing, as if it, do you literally believe it'll be the one thing Will has to say? Whatever, mate. Like, oh, sorry, sorry, fucking Andrew Ridgely banging on about the fact that George Michael sings too much. But I... <laughs> just be happy to be fucking in Wham. Just be happy to be in Wham, yeah. mate. Nothing. There's nothing more cutting than a reference from 1984. <laughs> I'm just off to masturbate in that little toilet up the road. <laughs> Sorry, the one thing you wanted to say, Will. Uh, was, I, I mean, I do love those things. Like I, But I am annoyed by all the bullshit as well. If there was something that I could do where you just zap me up to the bit where we're about to jump out of the plane, right. that's what I would prefer. Yeah. I would go skydiving once a week if there was a way that I could just like go in, get in a thing, suddenly you're up there and then you just get to do But all the other bullshit on the way where you have to go through the lecture and then you have to strap yourself and they do all their jokes on the mm. way up and you sit in the plane, all that. I don't want to do over and over, but if mm. you could just give me that moment of like, yeah, out of the plane, I would do that every day. Because the I feeling, the feeling was it's like up until so there's two guys at the back, there's a big curtain, they you run through it at the start, they'll say Conan will be there, come back from a break, he'll introduce you, 
the guys will pull open the curtain, you'll have the mic, walk out, stand in this spot, deliver, right? Right. And I was nervous. And right you don't up. meet the audience beforehand, no, do you? No, because I wanted to do a bit of like, right. you know, Hi, just I'm try and Aussie it in. Yeah. 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 Fucking get out, guns, what's going Struth, on? Struth, good bloke, get out. Barbecue. Seen a bit. But they opened the curtain. As soon as the curtain opened, I saw uh, three mates of mine that were spread throughout the crowd and I pointed them out and then just gave a thumbs up to Conan and went, cheers, mate. And as soon as I did that, it was fine. Oh, yeah. good. Got a laugh. Good to go. Yeah. And uh, there was a word that you fucked up. I did slip up on a word. Thanks I for bringing up that up, the... Will. Yeah. Uh, well, I only brought it yeah. up because you brought it up straight away. I, like, yeah. And when I saw it happen, yeah. like literally as a comedian. Comedians, no. Well, it was one of those things where it's so incidental to the bit. You were like, and again, you were actually literally doing a bit about the idea of not being able to talk in this bit yeah. where you slightly didn't, weren't able to talk. But it was one of those things watching it as a comedian. By the way, you know the, how I the, look the, at the sock in your microphone has yeah, now gotten like, limp. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really just trying to take it off. I don't know how that sounds. The sock, yeah. He's like, I just can't. Yeah. I just can't achieve. So, uh, so you fucked up yeah. a word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm doing a lot of setup of these jokes, but I don't feel like I can get to a punchline with this thing on the microphone. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it is one of those things that I think comedians only notice, like a right. slight slip up. So, a slight slip up. And like, it made... No like you dip- just slipped up on yeah. the word slip up. <laughs> my, my, I noticed that though, yeah. and I'm not a yeah. comedian. My success is based on a series of slip ups. I've stumbled, I've stumbled to the, the top. The secret yeah. of success. I seem to be taking the same route. Yeah, I, just having beers turning up in places. Fall like, upwards. That's, that's oh, my strategy. Great. It's undervalued. Yeah. Well, all these yeah. assholes are drinking water and going to the gym. Fuck that shit. Fail up. If you can't achieve it by fucking having a few beers and having a good time, then it's not worth it, David, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. What would you do at the top if you've. Oh, the, the whole point of achieving shit is so you can put your feet up and have some beers. Right. So. Yeah, it's pretty nice. So. It's pretty nice here in the middle. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Achieve, but not too much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it becomes problematic. I watched this Russell Brand uh, documentary on the plane on the way here. Yeah. And it was about kind of that idea. Of, like, well, part of it was about when he became famous and addicted to fame, but then how that kind of eventually destroyed any fun he had because he'd, inv- he'd invited this thing into his life that then made his life completely miserable yeah. and it did really make me think like about that idea of going there's kind of an amount of famous that is great to be but there's a bit after that that just fucks up your life mostly yeah. well you surely you're at the point anywhere in a lot of places in the world people know who you are well that's why i like to come to this place and talk into socks yeah yeah <laughs> bring yourself down yeah exactly <laughs> get out of the clouds yeah. will when you're thinking <laughs> when you're thinking things are going too well and uh, yeah. go to fucking la and yeah. talk into a sock in yeah. an apartment you can't afford yeah <laughs> well i thought i thought my first my next gig after conan is in canberra early next week so awesome. i just thought wow hollywood to canberra yeah that's how it works. That's yeah. just how it no, works. But it's good that there's this huge, sock, huge a sock microphone right? in the middle to soften the blow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy in. Yeah, so I... Yeah. So, okay. So what happens? You do the, the actual set. Yep. Um, he walks over at the end. Yeah. And what, is it, what does he say to you? Uh, he goes, hey, man, nice job. Great work. Thanks okay. for coming so far. Okay, and I was great. like, thanks very much for having me, mate. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, anytime. We're talking about anytime? Australia for a bit. You say, you say Thursday next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing on tomorrow. Anyway, <laughs> I'm here till Saturday. Two in a row, please. Yeah, he was just yeah. super nice. And yeah, we're having a chat about stuff. And then I said to him, and this is how you know a comic, like a funny person. I went to him, man, I fucked up one word. And he just laughed and went, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? It's like, yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah. What am I worried about? But I get it's that same. Well, you're thing worried that, that every asshole comedian like me yeah. saw that and went, "Well, he fucked it, up that word." Though. It's the same thing. He fucked up that. But word that same mentality, though. as well as the putting feet up and having beers, is the thing that gets you to a certain position anyway. Right. It's comics that walk off stage having eaten shit and yeah. go, "Fucking just killed it." That's never going to get you anywhere. You know? I, uh, I didn't even fuck up a word. You did, yeah. mate. You fucked up a word. <laughs> no, didn't. That's how that word actually yeah, all right. is pronounced. Fair enough. Perfect diction, shit yeah. jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cody, three if and a half stars. Yeah, if you could pick one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, what do you want? Do you want to nail it or just be funny? Yeah. <laughs> you, I think when you when you create anything, if, you, uh, if you're a comedian and you're an actor, an artist, or whatever, you have to be okay with, with loss. Like what you are doing has no guarantees. You know, yeah. it's risky. And so, I mean, if you, if, if fucking up a word in a set 
is going to fucking break you, then you probably shouldn't be doing comedy. Yeah, well, because, you wouldn't have gotten that far anyway. Well, exactly. Like, I've it, done, but, but it's like watching sports. Like, you know, when you look at the best sports people, in the, and I know you love the... The UFC. The, the gay wrestling. <laughs> no, and, hey, uh, actual fighting. Conor gay, McGregor. Hang on, gay wrestling? Yeah. Why is it, no, no, no. You're thinking WWE. No, I think no, no. WWE is more gay no, than no, UFC. No, no, no. Really? Oh. UFC is... Posit your theory. It's foreplay. Oh, I love this. Look at your no, face. No, it's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You no, don't understand. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's foreplay, mate. You've got to watch Damien mate, Meyer. it's soggy fucking Sayo. That's what <laughs> UFC is. It's soggy it's UFC. It's a bunch of fucking guys who used to masturbate on a biscuit standing around masturbating no some way. guys trying to That's kill a, each other in a cage. I used to love WWE. Oh, Siemens mixed with their blood. That's, yeah, that's so, a win by submission. It's so <laughs> you'd give up. It's so guys just jerking each other off. If they started jerking each other off into submission, no one would care at UFC yeah. events. Well, you wouldn't submit, would you? <laughs> are there any? Are there you any, wait until you get the true win if someone's uh, jerking you off. Are there any openly gay UFC fighters? They're yeah, all so, gay. some fem- uh, female. F- oh um, no, there's a few, but there's the first champion, which is a female, the female bantamweight champ. Are there any gay male, openly gay male? Not that I know of. I mean, by the way, I, this is not an anti like gay thing. I'm just saying that I find it very I, sexual. I don't take it as an anti gay. No, thing. I, oh, yeah. but I just find I find UFC and the way that people react to UFC, yeah. like very pro. Well, I guess pri- I guess primal is really the word that I say yeah. for but, sure. But I think when you introduce primal, there is a sexual element to it always. Yeah. It's just, well, oh, it's just you, animalistic. There's yeah. a there's a video Which, that's been yeah. going around uh, uh, online that the, the producer of Transparent did this. I think as a TED talk, and she talked about um, you know masculinity as it's represented, and she was saying she always finds porn uh, like kind of ironic because she said porn is essentially like a homosexual pastime because you it's not about the woman in porn generally. It's about watching a man reach climax, and the idea of watching a man reach climax is essentially like a gay pursuit. I've never made it that far through. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. What sort of soldier? I mean, I believe, I believe that's how it ends. Yeah. But I've never... Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. Thanks. I'm always like, I've, you know what? I've got the jizz to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see where this one's going. Great. Great. The jizz to... I think we just found our episode. Hey, to- hey Conan! <laughs> But there, there would have been stuff that you wouldn't be able to do. Speaking of that sort of joke, like there would have been like restrictions or guidelines on what do you, you know, I do. You ever if I can leave blue because you, you said shit. At yeah, the start. I said, "Can I say shit?" And they're like, "Yeah, man." You said oh, really? it. You yeah. said it early on. Like, yeah, yeah it's man. Shit. It's one of the opening shit. Lines. Yeah, we love that word. Yeah. Yeah, that was so cool. Everything. But you went double ben, shit, didn't you? Didn't yeah. you say shit twice? Marshall earlier? Lynch earlier had said shit, I reckon, 15 times. Conan said shit. What was he talking about when he said shit 15 yeah, times? He had uh, dysentery. Yeah. No. He just watched True Detective 2. <laughs> like, that, that season was shit. Yeah. Everything. It just kept coming up. He goes. Yeah. He was grabbing his dick on camera. Yeah, it was weird. Was kind of, hey, no, that's an yeah. actual thing that he did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he got fined because he used to, after big runs or a touchdown run, just like grab yeah. his dick and yeah. stand the camera like, yeah. yeah. And he used to get fined all the time for it, but he just found it really funny. It's like, what do you care? I'll just pay the fine. Yeah. Uh, it's like the version, but you, we were mentioning shit before. Does this unnerve you about America that the toilets here seem to be designed to... Get the shit um, as close to you. Yeah. yeah. To, it's like I seen, to, yeah. I seen to my wife the other day. A I hot day, bit, the balls might. I took a particularly uh. disturbing shit where <laughs> I looked back. I was like, oh my God. And it looked, the toilets here are designed like, like a fisherman's a lot of water. pier where they land like a giant shark for you yeah. to look at before you flush it. And it's like, yeah. in so Australian toilets are much more discreet. They're deeper. I'll never take a photo of a shit here to send to a friend because it's what? too easy. <laughs> Why the, it's too easy. You? Like to get a good log out, there's no drop. Like if you get a good log out in Australia, it's taken the drop, it's made the fall. You go, yeah, good one. Sending that to mates. But here it's like drugs in sport, you know. That's, yeah, it's, it's cheating. True. It's, it's cheating. cheating if you say you've laid a good one out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so many things that I want to talk about out of this. Like firstly, as everybody who listens to this podcast regularly knows, I always get disgusted when it comes to this topic. But here oh. we go. Now that we're here, I'm going to yeah. go with two things. Firstly, yeah. um, I agree about the level. Yeah. And the problem with the level is occasionally when you reach behind to wipe, you're going to hit water. Like in I've never place. done that. Oh, if you're not, are constantly- you a sit and wiper? Like, do you only just slightly you- get up? No, you lift one. What are no, you? What I, the hell I are do you? A, I do a half. 
half squat, squat. like a what? sumo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not doing that. Like in the no, thighs. I do, no. The amount I drink, I, I need full concentration. <laughs> wow. There's not a. How can you get balanced though when right. it's like late squats, at night? Squats, squats, yeah. deadlifts, man. Oh, look at the quad, look at his yeah, quads. Like he's definitely. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got bad hips, man. Oh yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I to be honest, like I'm thinking about getting <laughs> a, ra- I'm thinking about getting a rail. I just walk into the shower. Will, will seriously tow it down the hole. Will lies, Will lies face down in the tiles and just grabs a towel. Yeah. Does the old shuffle one up to the other of the shoulder? Yeah, no, I'm very much just a lean sort of like you know slide your hand in yeah. with like minimum sort of distance for hand. Yeah. So yeah, I'd like if you're not concentrating, you I'm can like a skier. Like... I'm like Eddie the Eagle going down the. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, like, well, yeah, I've got the hands behind me. No, I just it's very, it's it's very just, aerodynamic. It's disturbing one. though, but it's like I feel like there's just some kind of pride that they take in it. You know what I mean? It's that take the yeah. photo to send to your mates. Well, there's no yeah, half just, flush either. But that, well, this is the thing that I wanted to get to is like, are you literally in this day and age at your age still sending pictures of your shit to other? People? Oh, it might be once a year. It's got to be something <laughs> Christmas, and it's yeah. normally the Luke Heggy, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Luke Heggy, uh, Aussie comedian. Yeah, just one per year. Yeah, one shit yeah. per year. Like, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, mate. <laughs> Shitmas in July. Here's the Yule log. Yeah. Come, they told him poo-poo-poo-poo. Yeah, you know Rudolph, the brown nose ranger. Yeah, the little dumping boy. There is that yeah. an old to- tofop topic. There is that we don't know how to pronounce oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. In uh, in Catalan, it's a, yeah, it's a the, the shitting ca- Santa. the Cagna, or I don't yeah. know how to pronounce it. But you know, it's a tradition in yeah. Catalan. So when I was in Spain recently, I, I saw shops where they have it, and their sort of Christmas tradition in the nativity setup. Yeah, you've got like the baby Jesus, the shepherds, the wise men, but then you have a, like a just a, a local yeah. taking a shit taking in the corner. A shit. And, really? and yeah. you buy figurines at Christmas time. So when right. you do your nati- nativity set up at Christmas, yeah. you have a little cagna or whatever the fuck they're called, yeah. and they, taking a shit in the corner. Right. And but they do like celebrity parodies of them. To yeah. Design, like, like Donald every, Trump. Yeah. So you go into the shops and it's like Donald Trump doing his shit. Yeah. Or That's Hillary great. Clinton doing his shit. So and people, it's like a, we found that when we're doing an episode and people inundated us with photos of their travels where they'd come across like this shitting. And what is it about? Is it meant to just take uh, the edge off the whole story? Well, like, the idea is that. It's the birth of Christ, who is the most humble person in existence. And so taking a shit is the most natural thing. It's the thing that we all do. It makes us all human. So a dude taking a shit at the birth of Christ, yeah. you know? Right. You know, that would make sense. And Jesus, the Jesus shit. That I'm was sure the, that was the message. That <laughs> yeah. even Jesus shit. Yeah. yeah. He was the son of God made human on earth. So he had to shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, think about that religious people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in fact, it was. How is Jesus you know, now? You're imagining and, him yeah. shitting, in fact, right? The, what that does people, he squat? What my, yeah, most what my would, people what don't would, understand is it's like drink my blood, eat my body, smell. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, eat cupcake people. <laughs> no, <laughs> They're not then, all miracles. And Jesus said, <laughs> Jesus said, yeah, that's Judas, a, that that is yeah. a sin. Jesus said to Judas, pull my finger, <laughs> and. <laughs> That's why I dubbed him in. That's why he's like, this guy fucking stinks. I'm <laughs> sick of it, mate. He wrecked the communal bowl. Yeah. What about when he turns onions into farts? How about that, mate? <laughs> Where? Wow, we're going to hell. I was raised yeah. Catholic. I'm definitely going to hell. No, mate, there is no hell. That's the good news. That's the good news about the podcast. No hell. Uh, all right, we, we're going to pause because I see that you guys have run out of drinks. Oh, and thanks, then, man. Uh, we'll, so we'll, uh, oh. we'll come back. Part two. And we're back. And we're back. And, we're we're back. back. and uh, so stop talking about the things we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the, the hot yoga class is finished. We've done our Pilates. We're back. Yeah, we're yeah, back. Exactly. Feeling very limber. Yeah, we warmed up. We warmed up in the break. Uh, so what, what's the plan for the rest of your time in LA? So, uh, well, it's Podfest this weekend. Uh, I think uh, Dave Anthony might have me on a couple things and I'm going to go along and do some stuff so what uh what, what uh, shows are you doing you're gonna no idea you're, you're gonna drop in on the live tofop show though and yep, do something yeah uh because we have like thousands of guests so that'll be good yeah great. So that'll be great there was a fair few last year wasn't there yeah i'd I love to say i, I remember it all because uh, i know ne- i'd I, love to say i remember it all. i never <laughs> when we do the live shows i never have a hand in in booking guests i leave that to will and i can tell will's confidence level based on how heavily he loads the card <laughs> 
No, it's normally just that I ask a bunch of people and then it just is dependent on how many... All right, I always took it as like a lack of belief in us. No, no, I spread the net wide because I always try to... like. So we're a bit... uh, like uh, male heavy this year because right. I try to like have a bit of a like a, a split like of guests but Jen Kirkman's away and uh, Jackie Cation's away who are two yeah. people like we're us. equal that's opportunity the, podcast we love getting bitches on the show yeah it's, and there uh, are only two chicks in Hollywood so yeah. if they're away <laughs> what well, a sausage we, fest in and, LA and, and, well to be honest though it is a little bit like that I did ask all the regular female guests and I managed to get one of them so at least we have one yeah Beautiful. and Jen is uh, what, she's a uh, what's the term when it's like a Someone's on the bench. They're not on the bench. She's like a oh yeah yeah Jen's a bit floating. Of, she's a floater. She might she might be popping down yeah, depending on what her day is like. I'm yeah. gonna say no, but yeah. who knows? She may be coming down. <laughs> who knows? But uh, but then people keep popping up going hey I'm into well I mean Nick didn't like ask he, but uh, then Nick was in town and I was like I never do. Come I feel bad it. about these things. I sh- you know. I should say I've hey, been I'm asking Dave Anthony to be on the dollop for like fucking two years and he won't have me. Right. Really? Well, I mean, so what? What do you think about that? I well, think he, he fucking it. he uh, he does he he thinks I'm not funny enough. He thinks I'm the straight guy in this relationship. Yeah. Were we reaching a point of realization? I mean, no, it's just you're up it, against Will Anderson, which is yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's like you know, hey man. It'd be weird if Will was the the straight man. Yeah. I don't think man. I'm not, I've what, never I'm, been, I've never been the straight man, Charlie. <laughs> No one has ever accused me of being the straight man in the room. <laughs> so serious all the time, that Ando. Uh, no, I mean, well, you've done the dollop, though. How do yeah, you you've fucking him, done the dollop. Yeah, in Brisbane. Yeah. So I'm the only one. Home turf hero. He did the yeah. live live dollop in Brisbane. Last week. Two yeah, weeks. just recently. Yeah. So there's a fresh You know what dollop. I feel like? It's high school. Dave Anthony throws these awesome parties. They're legendary. Everyone's gone to one, and I haven't. And I see Dave at school. I'm like, hey, man, how you going? It's like a good man. I said, oh, so I had that awesome party. Well, yeah, next time you throw him one, let me know. And Dave's like, yeah, man, totally. And then I find out... Uh, it could be just Dave, though. He's got a kid. You know what it is? The plot of the podfest might be like, you know, you're the, it's you and another guy. And you're like, you know, it's, you're trying to get into the coolest pod, podcast of the year. And like, this is what the whole movie is about. Because at this podcast, you finally want a podcast with those guys. Yeah. Or they, they just think one day that you're going to do something so horrific that they'll get to do an episode about, about you. Yeah, right. So I will get on. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. Well, yeah, you'll get on one way or the other. <laughs> Hashtag Charlie on dollop. That's all I'm saying. Charlie Clawson was the ninth child. Of the-, <laughs> yeah. the most humiliating thing that ever happened to a human yeah. first occurred... <laughs> 1996. Yeah, yeah. Like a really <laughs> shit year to yell out. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! This, this the Great right. Chicken Rape Epidemic of '96. <laughs> no, I knew he did good research. Not that bloody yeah. good. The reason we no longer have avocado. <laughs> wow, this will be interesting. I love Dave. He can. He can. He can keep turning me down. I won't stop asking. That's all I'm saying. Well, maybe it's because you're asking. Maybe yeah. that's the thing. I've never, oh, I've never asked. I should be more honest. aloof about it. He's only asked me to be on. I should so. neg him. Yeah, yeah you I should, should neg be like, the dollop. It, it was. It is weird how in this industry, being aloof or a little bit nervous can make you look like the coolest guy. <laughs> you must have a lot of shit going on. Yeah, you yeah. sent no emails back. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Uh, have you been paying attention? Uh, yeah. Which is a working dog show, and I've been doing stand up. Oh, by the way, I appeared on that show, not as a guest. But they're making what? fun of me on Home and Away. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So you made it? Yeah. Like, how were they making fun of you? I got all these people, because, uh, I, I mean, I've never seen the show, but people were sending me, like, stills on Twitter. And uh, I guess it's like, so they quiz you about what happened in the week, obviously. Right. I get that from the title of the yeah. show. Yeah. But it must have been some question about, like, you know, uh, what happens in this moment, or is this the worst acting on television? And it was me uh, reacting to an explosion. And I remember on the day... Like the director talking to me and saying there'll be this explosion and me being like, okay, cool, cool. But I just wasn't, I couldn't quite, you know. Is that how you normally react to an explosion? Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, in Summer Bay, it happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. So you've got to get used to explosions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's an explosion. Terrorist guys. attack? Oh. Okay, sure. Okay. Somebody's turned Virus? up Okay, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Better get down to the surf club. Yeah. So yeah, so I would say that it wasn't my finest, okay. my, it wasn't my finest thespian sure. moment. Uh but it didn't stop a bunch of people on Twitter saying, hey, man, and there's just still of me, like, slacked or, like, <laughs> acting, like, yeah. reaction to an explosion. <laughs> so I have appeared on that show, too. Well, I, uh, I did that show uh, recently, and um, uh, there was a reason I was telling this story that I can't remember now. Uh, the dollop. Uh, have you been paying attention? 
Um, people don't like me. Oh, David okay. Doesn't like yeah, me. okay. All right. So, yeah, okay. No, I got it. But that, that reminded <laughs> me. <of> that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was good. Wow. So, Working Dog, who produced that, were like a like a team of like television producers who made some of the best stuff in Australian comedy ever, and they have never booked me on any of their shows. So, like, I grew up like adoring these guys and like thinking they were the best. But in like over twenty years of doing comedy, I've never worked on anything that they do. So, I just assumed that they hated me and that I will never work on anything that they do because that's what you assume in those situations. So then when it finally happened and everyone was so nice, it was quite a weird experience, including when Tom Gleisner, who's the host of the show, was like, hey, um, did you ever do Spicks and Specs? When he's trying to explain to me what the show's like, he's like, did you ever do Spicks and Specs? And I said, no, I never did it. And he goes, ah... Me neither. Join the club of people who never got booked for Spicks and Specs. It's weird when you don't. And I was like, you know you haven't booked me for like 20 years, right? Why are we having this bonding moment of like, yeah, we can also bond about all the shows that you made that I have not been on. How about those shows? I could have been Stu, the sound guy on Frontline. I mean, by the way, like, you know, they get to make their own choices. I was not resentful of it. I was very happy. But it's like so weird when after so long, somebody finally goes, all right, mate. Okay. You've had a crack at it. We, we didn't trust you for the first 20. But <laughs> Have you had other moments like that in your career where it's like, oh, it's about time? I don't, not heaps. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, because, well, A, because I don't really expect much. To be fair, and it's more, I think that's more an early on in your career thing. When you start out, you go, come on, I can do support at this club or whatever. And you finally get to do it. And you're like, oh. Yeah, right. But I guess at your level, it isn't. But also now I'm at the point in my life where I look back on those things, going, "Fuck, I was not ready for any of those yeah. things." Like I wish, like in some ways, I'm retrospectively, I wish I'd taken more time for some of like those things that happened to me because, I like at the time I thought I was ready, but in retrospect, I probably wasn't ready for those opportunities. So yeah. I I went to Edinburgh nine years in to stand up, and I think that's one of the best things I ever could have done was just wait that long, and it wasn't it wasn't a choice yeah it's it was not just, like they were demanding beers and where's Nick Cody every fucking I don't want to fly ball. that far in August <laughs> well I did it in 99 yeah and so I started in 97 so I did it in 99 yeah and uh, I went over and Husey and I lived in a house together it was Husey's first year over there and we both had our sort of breakout years at the Melbourne Comedy Festival and decided to parlay that into going to Edinburgh and I remember this distinctly and I'm sure he wouldn't mind me telling this story but the first week we lived there together and like we would fly her every day. We would do everything that we could. And he sold 27 tickets in seven shows, like all up. And I sold 35. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so, and I remember him suggesting. <laughs> that, that he we, was angry? Was that oh, the he, first yeah. time? <laughs> he was angry. Firstly, <laughs> he was angry. Like, it was like one of those things that he was reassured by the fact that we were both doing terribly, yeah. but also angry that I was doing not quite as terribly yeah. as he was doing. <laughs> like, what, eight tickets? Like, now in the theatres you play, that's not even one section of a row. But we, <laughs> but we were spending more a day on food, like just surviving. Oh, yeah. Than we were earning in like ticket sales. And he said to me at one stage, he goes, why don't we just go to like, you know, Barcelona or something? No one would know. And like, you know <laughs> Probably get the, best, just... get the best reviews yeah. of your career right. when you're yeah. not actually performing. Christopher Skase did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's go, let's go to Mallorca. <laughs> I've got some wigs. So what kept you, what kept you going? Well, I mean, just that we kind of like signed up to do it. But I remember like the, 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 because I, I was lucky that I got nominated for the uh, best newcomer award. But these days they announced that a week before, like it's like the actual award. So that like, so basically if you get announced on the list of best newcomer, you sell out every late show after that because people are coming to check you out. Whereas mine got announced like this. I still remember it. This is my moment. So they got, I got invited to the party. So I guess I thought that there must have been like some chance that like, you know, mm. I was going to get nominated for this award. But I hadn't like fully kind of committed to that idea. And we go to the party and they go, and so anyway, the nominees for the best newcomer are, and they say, uh, Ben and Arne, um, Will Anderson, and an infinite number of monkeys. There were three no- nominees and they were them. So this was how my Well, reaction- more if you count all the monkeys. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then they listed. Then they listed those monkeys. Oh. So yeah. Still it was going. a long announcement. It was like, really it was like, it's never been announced. I may win. <laughs> I just haven't found out yet. That's another like, guy opening in this it, like envelope. He's like, you can't. Yeah. The monkey names will begin now. Yeah. George. Stephen. Anthony. <laughs> Mark, 
Bogo. All right, that's the chimpanzees now. <laughs> chimpanzees aren't monkeys, but okay. Oh, whatever, mate. Whatever. Look at him. Zoologist over here. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Irwin. Look right? at Dr. Doolittle <laughs> fucking get involved in the podcast. Yeah, you put that shock into when you heard an explosion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The outrage you had of me saying chimpanzee <laughs> might not have got on fucking have you been paying attention. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, I got literally like five seconds. So my entire reaction to my friends was like, because uh, Tripod were there that year, so I think I was standing there as a Gacy. So they were like, and so the nominees are Ben and Arm, Will Anderson, and I got to go, oh my God, have I been nominated for this award? Infinite number of monkeys, and the winner is Ben and Arm. That was it. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. That was the, like, from so moment no of. no chance to bask. Moment of I could win this to, oh, I didn't win this. Well, isn't that, that what you wanted? It. You were saying with the skydiving and everything, you just want to get oh, get that moment over and done with. If yeah. I died, it works bad. If oh I, well, if I died immediately, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to live with my fucking failure. That's no, that the make, difference. That makes sense. You, earlier today, you were saying that you uh, you know the doggies are playing in a preliminary final this weekend, yes. and you won't watch it live because it's excruciating sitting yeah, through the unknown true. and you're going to rip the band-aid off by just fucking waking up and checking the score. So it's kind really? of the same thing. They did it for you. I know. I agree. Oh, with any sp- like again, the UFC, my favourite fighter, Conor McGregor. By I've the way, watched that in about seven. Your sock mark now looks like a Smurf wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's really got a jaunty angle on it now. Like it's really like a hipster yeah. fucking microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really like yeah. just. It's an out of work actor. who yeah. you know, wears yeah. the, the the beanie pulled up. Yeah. He was just pulled back, pulling back his hairline. Yeah, yeah. One of those beanies where they just wear the the like Col- the bottom it's Colin part Farrell. of Colin Farrell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your microphone is Colin Farrell. <laughs> 2005 uh, Colin Farrell. Who do you, you are a Collingwood fan? No, no. Essendon. Essendon. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that never yeah. Good year for you guys. Great. We gonna, I mean, I thought so. Got actually, close to second like... last. 0.3 of a percent. That's I mean, how you know he is bad. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Brightside, 0.3% away from second Are you Victorian? Did you go up in Victoria? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, like, I mean, obviously we have another podcast, a footy podcast that we started so that we wouldn't Would talk about footy football. on too no. much on but, this podcast. As, but to be fair, I don't know much about conversa- footy. The Essendon conversation transcends football, I right. believe. Mine, exactly. Essendon, I haven't watched once this year. I, I really only watch the game on the road a bunch. I only watch the games if I'm in town and I can go to the game. But Conor McGregor, the UFC fighter, yeah. I think I've seen him in four different times. I'll get up at any time. Really? That. Yeah. What is it? I mean, Love look, him. I like. I'm yeah. not into. What is it? I'm not tell, into, tell us what it what is. is. I'm not into UFC. But, All right. Uh, but so the cage fighting, like, but you I know like Conor McGregor. Yeah, like his personality. So he's a guy that two and a half years ago was a fighter in Ireland. Um, he was on the dole, and he finally got the call up to the UFC. Andrew and Bolt hated him. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, because he's yeah. a. He's Mate, like he the, should be working for the doll, not fucking fighting people in a cage. Yeah. He's the he's like an Irish Muhammad Ali. Right. So all of his pre-fight <laughs> yeah. talk is Mickey Ole, <laughs> so on point. No, he's Muhammad Ole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mickey Ole. Mickey Ole. He's just great. I love him because it's just a oh, shit-talking Irish guy yeah. that comes over to America, fucking cleans I up, like talented. Yeah. <laughs> Like a potato. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for the first potato yeah. reference. You racist. I'm half Irish. You can't say that shit to me. Yeah, I'm can. on top of the rainbow. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the most lucky charms? I'll beat their heads in. Yeah, he's, no, I like, he's great. I, I, I've been caught up in the Conor McGregor charisma machine in the same yeah. way that when The Rock hit the WWE. Right. I was like, look, you know, the rest thing I can give or take, but, but this guy's guy a microphone. Dudes out. So I, what? Is, what is it about him? Like his personality? Like he went from zero to hundred. So zero to hero? Would you say zero to? Like, no, I love Drake. Zero, zero to one hundred. Classic cool as ice. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you drop the zero and get with the hero? <laughs> I um, I just like he was on the dole, and within two and a half years, he's worth. Fifty million dollars. So what you're basically saying—it's a stand-up comedian's dream. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, and I just love—I love his attitude. He gets all this cash. He bought a house for his parents and wow. got his girlfriend to work in the company. And he's when are just you going to buy a house for your parents? Oh, mate, how, it's how looking, much do you have to earn out of comedy? What, a what house happens? is worth. <laughs> <laughs> a house in Adelaide. <laughs> to get him a house, I'd have to earn a house's worth. <laughs> What about to pay off their mortgage? Just to... Yeah, to be a mortgage <laughs> worth. <laughs> Whatever the number is, that's what yeah, it would take. Okay, all right. Uh, is, do you have dreams of that sort of thing, though? Like if you, say, say for example, just like 
ultimate scenario. I yeah. mean, I know this thing doesn't really happen anymore, but ultimate scenario, someone watches you on Conan the other night and they just love your story. And they're trying to do like a remake of like... Um, Oh, what's a good example? Okay, so they're trying to do some sort of like a uh, like a hip home improvement remake. Yeah, and they see you on telly doing your stand up. Isn't this go, why I'm here? This is why I thought yeah, you guys yeah, invited me yeah, over. Yeah. <laughs> and I go like, this guy is like the new Tim Allen. Yeah, We're gonna get him right. on. He's like the Aussie. Oh, that's like, kind of home improvement guy. Yeah, because he's a play. You're a play yeah. on Curtis Stone or yeah. like the We're Crocodile gonna, Hunter. We're gonna be worse if I was the guy next door. Yeah. Cody, you look good from the nose down, champ. Yeah, How do you no, want to play the neighbor? No, we base it around you. Ronnie Chang as well. Yeah. Nick, hey, it's, hey, what's going on? <laughs> we Cody, what are you doing? You're doing that wrong. <laughs> you're basically the king of Queens, but you're an Aussie king of Queens. Right. And we call it... Uh, king of Queensland. Shrimp on king the... Queensland. <laughs> we call it, yeah. But is it set in the States? We could, yeah. we could call it Shrimp on the Barbie. Okay, yeah. And it's an Australian who's moved to the States and yeah. he runs a barbie. He works in a hardware store. He sells barbecues. Right, yeah. but his wife's name is also Barbie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shrimp on the Barbie. And he's trying to acclimatise to bloody Shrimp America. Shrimp in the barbie. He's just a, he's a no-nonsense, he's a no-nonsense That's Aussie bloke. Yeah. He's trying to... Now, we put him in LA or New York? He's making a TV show. So he's come to the States like as a handy... Like, okay, he's the he's Jamie Jury. Yeah, Scott Cam, Jamie Jury. Jamie Jury, yeah. But meets Crocodile Hunter, meets Curtis Stone. So it's a play on Aussies coming to Hollywood. Yeah, like, sort to of, make it big. Yeah, so you're this like Aussie sort of guy who's come over and everyone thinks you're like Crocodile Hunter. But yeah. the truth is that... Like, you know, you've been manufactured a bit in yeah. Australia. Soft you're, city oh, boy. How about this? Yeah. How about this? You have got to fame as being Albie Mangles. Yeah. You're Albie Mangles and you come Do to you America. Who Albie no. Mangles was? Oh, shit. No. I thought he, you just made up the greatest no. character name of all time. No, well, like, you know what? He was like the Crocodile Hunter before the yeah. Crocodile Hunter. Oh. The, or the Leyland Brothers. But the great thing, Albie Mangles, he would make these feature-length films where he would go on adventures. Like, you know, he would fucking build a raft and sail into fucking like the Pacific or something and fish. And he would always have these hot... Hot women. Women. Surrounded as, by hot women. Surround, yeah, that he'd be associated with. As it turns out... Albie Mang, well, he was like he was like um, the man versus wild guy crossed with the bear girls. Yeah, bear girls crossed with uh, uh, who you mentioned before. I can't remember Steve Irwin. I, Steve Irwin. Yeah, yeah. I know so, this is super rude. I've just had to really take a leak. Oh yeah, we can pause. Is That's that all right? right? No, no. I know. I'll fuck up. It's okay, mate. I've got to do a groan meeting. And I'm a bit drunk, so that'll be great. It'd be yep. good to get back to Australia and just go, hey guys, I know I'm technically your boss, but here I am drunk on Skype. Yeah. It's fair <laughs> to right. say we've, we've had a productive afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? We've Who wouldn't made want a loose boss? Exactly. Yeah. Right? It's great. Okay. Uh, we've got 10 minutes to go, but uh, we're going to find out about Albie Mangles. Yeah. Uh, Zawia, his first name was actually Zawia. What? See, see how you get Albie from that. <laughs> Aussies always shorten it, don't they? How, how, how do you spell Zawia? Guess. Zawia. Z-W. Zawia. Z-W. Yeah. E? No. I-E-R. Yeah, I-E-R. Zawia. Zawia Albertus Mangles. Albertus. Albertus. That's not a real not name. Not even Albert. It's a weird name, Albertus yeah. Mangles. That's Albert. like Latin, Latin. Yeah, Latin Albert. Yeah. Was born. Albertus? <laughs> yeah, Latin Bring Albert. Bring it to Not cup. fat Albert. <laughs> Latin. Latin Albert. Fat Albert. Albertus. Fat Albertus. <laughs> was born in the Netherlands on 16th of November 1948. Uh, Zwin. Zwin? Uh, yep. Yeah. Zwier. Zwier. Uh you know that Killing Heidi song, yeah. Zwier. Yeah, that, he's that great director, Picnic at Hanging Rock. Yeah, by, Peter by Peter Zwier. Yeah, we all know. Uh, Mangles had a large variety of jobs, being a chicken farmer before and after his first world safari. That uh, were the names of his movies. Yeah. yeah. So think in the 80s, feature-length documentaries. Yeah. Okay. Go and see Albie Mangles. Mangles yeah. set off in 1971 with his friend at John Fields on what was supposed to be a one-off trip. A three-hour tour. <laughs> it turned into a six-year odyssey through several continents, which they filmed. The resulting film, first shown in Australia in 1977, was a considerable success, and Mangles can continued to travel through the 80s, filming all the way. Yeah, the their way, wives, their wives didn't think that. <laughs> a fucking success, is it? Yeah. You've been gone six years, Albert or Zwier, whatever you, Alberto, Albertus, <laughs> Albertus. Yeah. your double creepy name, Zwierdo, double <laughs> creepy name. Zwierdo. Your behaviour is a bit weird. I'm just going to come out and say it. Yeah, this is weird science. <laughs> the films featured Mangles and his constantly changing cast of companions. So, they were hot, by yeah. the way. Super hot. Yeah, but it, it constantly changing. Was he Traveling, married at the time? 
I don't know. Let's get to that. On a shoestring budget and seemingly with little forward planning. Yeah, it's called, <laughs> it's I mean, called backpacking. Yeah. He was essentially backpacking with a camera and turned it into a career. Yeah. Throughout Girls various, Gone Wild. Was that the... Well, it says here it's through various wild areas. <laughs> so I guess it is. So we're going wild. Mangles took a cavalier approach. Yeah. Yeah. Reck- read Reckless. Yeah. Both to natural and human hazards. <laughs> Relying on a variety of rickety vehicles, losing his ship to fire, traveling through a number of areas where gorillas were a- active, not the animal, the, uh, the, <laughs> the fighter, and becoming involved in a number of unusual business enterprises. <laughs> wow. Uh, Mangles discovered that audiences responded to his risk-taking behavior and featured more and more of it in later films. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, Mangles became famous for an array of attractive female yeah. traveling companions with a quota per film approaching that of James Bond. Mangles did point out on camera in his third film when meeting <laughs> another one who had seen his previous film that with the years it took to make each film, the numbers were not so unusual. <laughs> there was a great... Albertus. Um, was, I, think, I think he spun it off into a TV series because there was a really excellent How episode... How have I never seen this? ...where he got married... I think it was in like the late 80s or something. So he got married to one of his companions who was this gorgeous girl. And so the documentary crew are filming him and he takes her back to his secluded property in WA or something. And when they get there, he checks her into her home. And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, this is your house. You'll stay here and I've got my place up the road. <laughs> she was like, aren't we going to live together? And he's like, no, 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 because there's shit I want to do. So that's your place and uh, I'm going to live there and uh, we'll see you when I see you. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Alvy. We've got, got it figured right. out. No. Uh, after the financial failure of the third world safari film in the late 1980s... Third yeah. one's never good, is it? No. Mangles dropped out of the public eye in Australia for several years, but during this time produced his Adventure Bound series ah, that aired all over the world and received some of the highest ratings ever achieved on the US Travel Channel. Adventure Bound first aired on the Travel Channel in 1996 and was largely made up of footage from the three world safari films with some additional footage. Fans have been bemoaning the lack of Elvin right, Angles pause. material. Can you just check the uh, reference on that Wikipedia entry? Because you know how they like they put oh, a yeah. footnote saying unverified. Yeah, that yeah. was put in by Albie Mangles. It does say citation yeah. needed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course, because yeah. Albie put that in himself. Fans have been bemoaning the lack of Albie Mangles no, material since the show finished, but finally Albie has placated his fans with the recent release of over 70 titles, including some never-seen-before material digitally yeah. remastered. It just sounds like Steven Seagal's career. Yeah. You know A whole bunch of blockbusters, nothing for a while, we and need then to, 70 straight to I, DVDs. I'm going to be... I, I want to bring him back, and you can name the film I'll Be Back. <laughs> I'll Be Back. I'll, I'll Be Back. I'll Be Back. I'll Be Back. That's great. I'll be back. I'll yeah. be back. I'll be back. I love it. No, it's good. Uh, all right. Uh, we wrap it well, up? we should finish up because you've got to go. And uh, yeah. Cody's got dinner and stuff. He's got to go and eat some fucking ribs. Cody's got to go bloody have lunch with Spielberg. Bloody after there. his fucking Hollywood that day That place food. you're going. Have you been there before? Baby, Baby Blues. Baby yeah, Blues. it's great. So I'm a vegetarian of for 15 years, as you know. Uh, but I have even enjoyed going to that place because all the sides and stuff they have yeah. and all the cornbread and all that shit yeah. is just delicious. Cornbread, I had to eat after the movie Life. You said that Eddie, Bre- Eddie Murphy movie, Life? With uh, Martin uh, Him and his mate go yep. to jail. Yeah, and there's that big dude next to him. He goes, you going to eat your cornbread? And I was like 12 going, I've never yeah. heard of cornbread, right. but I want to go to America oh, see, and get some. This is a generational thing because my cornbread reference is from Aliens. Where oh. the soldiers all wake up and they're at the, the, the dinner table for the first time and Ripley freaks out because she realises that Lance Henriksen is an android and, they, um, and Frost turns to his mate and goes, well, I guess you don't like the cornbread either. <laughs> and mine is from Citizen Kane when his other sled was called Cornbread. A lot of people don't know that. He had two sleds. That's the choice. Have a Rosebud, cornbread. Rosebud and Cornbread, his two sleds. A lot of people don't talk about the other sled. <laughs> That's what you're getting the Cornbread deal. was the other sled! Yeah. Corn sled. Come on, guys. That's in the DVD yeah. uh, off cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome Wells is just doing yeah. like a piece of camera. Yeah. About how I don't know what I was thinking. I it was a bad sl- idea. I had two sleds. I was setting it up for a sequel. <laughs> was that bit after the credits? Yeah. There was a second sled? He's like, Awesome Wells is like, I had Will Smith record a song and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, corn sled, corn sled. <laughs> it's better than bread with butter. <laughs> 
I don't stutter. <laughs> anyway, good times. Uh, uh, all right, uh, Nick Cody, where can people uh, where can people see your Conan set? Because uh, that's online. On it's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. On the Team Coco it's page. On Grinder. I, but I imagine if people watch it more on the the Conan page, that probably is good for you as well. They might invite you back. So yeah. people should watch yeah, that. Yeah, please go check go it out. Page. Enjoy that. Um, Send and them I, a message. Say, Ooh, is it one? Hang on, but is it one of those shows? It's like you know, this uh, video is not available in your territory. No, no, no. Yes, no. just like just say that's even better. Say I loved how this was not available in my territory. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Sorry, even Australia. Just I hung shit on all of you. I just yeah. I sense. <laughs> I made them block it. Sense it was great. I don't care. Yeah. I feel like he's negging me. Being <laughs> in my area. I'm more, even more intrigued. Yeah. I'd like him You've to be available. You've become hugely popular in countries yeah. where they can't access it, where they're geo-blocked. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's China. Yeah. Doing a whole lot of North Korea. In China. Yeah. Where you, you, me and Dennis Rodman are there. Yeah. With. And you walk out on stage, but then they just block it and say, yeah. this is not available in your area. And they're like, oh my God, it's just like it was on the internet. It's like, I love this. You just walk out, just a spinning wheel. Yeah. Just do the not available in your area of it. <laughs> yeah. And then fuck off. Uh, all right. Where can people find you? Where, like, where can people, like, you know, what do yeah. you, like, plug? At, plug at, something. At the Nick Cody on Instagram, yeah. uh, nickcody.com.au for all the tour dates. I'm doing a bunch of shows around Australia in the lead up uh, to filming my second special, What Of It, at the Enmore Theatre, November 17. And, Is it uh, really called What Of It? What Of It. And that's from uh, Ronnie Cheng's impersonation of me. Because you never uh, say What Of It, No, because right? the Dum Dum Club... Boys asked him for an impersonation yeah. of me. He goes, I'm Nick Cody. What of it? Right. And so that, now that's the name <laughs> of I'm going to call it what of it. That's And awesome. when I told him, he just texted back 10%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. Like, uh, you might not know this about Ronnie Charlie, but he often also just will randomly email me about my website and how he doesn't yeah. like my website and how he, he'll, he's just going to fix my website. <laughs> yeah. Once I got a whole bunch of messages from him about fixing up a certain merch thing, then I'm like, dude, what time is it in New York? He's like, don't worry. And I looked it up and it was 4 a.m. Yeah. He's just up at 4 a.m. going through your website. And knowing Ronnie, you don't know it. if he stayed up all night or, or woken up, up at 4. four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weirdest bit about him. <laughs> you can't tell. Uh, we should mention our Patreon page. Uh, we are in LA at the moment and we are only able to be in LA because of the generosity of the people who support our podcast through Patreon, yeah. which helps oh, us awesome. pay for our flights and stuff. So yeah. um, if you like the podcast and you like the entertainment you get from it, I have another podcast called Fofop. There is Philosophy. There is our football podcast, Two Guys, One Cup. Yeah. Uh, if you want to contribute in some way, go to the Tofop Patreon page. And if you have $10 a month you can spare, not only will you get uh, access to kind of when we do live shows, you get exclusive access, but you also get to access James. James Fosdyke's comic strip, Everyone, Everyone Relax, Relax, which is a, a three-panel simple... Uh, yeah, three-panel <laughs> slash 19-panel yeah. comic book strip. Basically, like, Fosdyke takes uh, conversations we've had from previous episodes and turns them into something awesome that we can't even really uh, yeah. uh, explain. But They're yeah, amazing. It's, it's totally worth it. We're, we debate every week whether or not we should lower the kind of subscription level so more people can see it because we want more people to do it. But I'm terrified that if I do that, we'll get a bunch of people dropping their subscription right. levels. It's so. one of those things where like a lot of the money goes to James, obviously, yeah. to help him. Like, a, pay yeah, for we want to trust you guys. Yeah. We, we want to trust you guys. Like if we drop it to five, can you guys at 10 to stay at 10, please? Yeah. Like we're not asking for a lot, but just, you know, this is a good amount that enables us to do podcasts. Essentially, stuff. we'd like more people to see James's excellent work, yeah. but we'd also like to keep the same amount of money or more. Yeah. So whatever that is, if Business. we could work that out. That's our sales pitch. That'd yeah. be great. Ronnie Cheng will call you and say, that's a yeah. great philosophy. <laughs> you should not be telling people on your podcast though. <laughs> I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. I'm like, Nick Cody. Good on you, Nick. He was having a beer and I pointed at him. He didn't know that was going to happen. The end. Professional. <laughs>